Kevin Guthrie here from Radio Newark. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is you're listening to this. Welcome to another one of our mental health and COVID-19 podcasts. We've got a guest, not in the studio because I'm not in the studio, uh, but we do have the amazing Josh Burkett with us. Welcome, Josh. Hi, everyone. You all right? Thank you so much for being here and thank you for giving us your time this evening to do this. Uh, no worries, anytime. So for people who don't know who you are, for people that have been sleeping for the last three months, uh, yeah. just give people, give people a little bit of background about uh, who you are. You're, you're a local yeah. lad, aren't you? You're local New York lad. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm a local lad. And, and why might people know you? Uh, so uh, oh, I'm trying to think where it all began, really. I think the first time I really got uh, people started knowing who I was is when I signed my first uh, football elite academy contract with Boston United and then went on Radio Nook a few times on the sports show and then obviously yep. uh, I met you, well, I don't know how long ago it was, probably was it September, October time? It was January. You were the first podcast yeah. we did yeah. in January. Yeah, it was, it, it, you're right, it was January and uh, obviously I met you from there so uh, a few people started uh, knowing who, uh, who I was. And then uh, obviously all this lockdown turned up and <laughs> all our lives. <laughs> so uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, I was staying fit obviously because uh, as we spoke about in the last podcast with me, I love the... Uh, I love staying fit and active and eating well and stuff. It's a massive, well, it is, it is my life and it's a massive part of my life. So, and obviously mental health is a massive part of my life as well, because I believe that physical health is mental health, mental health is physical health. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, in the month of May, I decided to set myself a challenge, which was a mental challenge more than a physical challenge and then turned into a physical challenge and it just turned into a mess. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> know me for the, as I'm known uh, a few times when I walk around town and stuff, oh, it's that laddie where the crazy laddie ran all their miles in uh, in May. So yeah, I made the decision to run a half marathon every day in May, which I would not recommend to anyone. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say go and do it because I wouldn't recommend it. But uh, yeah, it was the best month of my life during what was, what I was expecting to be one of the worst months of my life. Yeah. For me, for me, Someone who I don't play video games, I'm social, I'm never in the house. When lockdown came, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to anyone. I was really, really I was I was a bit down. I was I was thinking, oh, you know, I mean, listen to me, I'm only going out for an hour for a run, I'm I can run an hour at a quick pace. Like, you know what I mean? I felt like I wasn't making massive progress because obviously I didn't have access to the gym and stuff. But uh after about a week of still training hard, I thought yeah. this is tough step up the intensity and uh, I trained every day I was running one day around 25 miles and I was like oh, and I didn't even feel like I could do anything I was like what can I do I've seen a lot of people raising money I thought right that's it I decided this by the way about an hour before the 1st of May believe it or not it was about 11 o'clock at night and uh, on the uh, 31st of April so I woke up I come downstairs and then on and I went I'm going to run the half marathon every day uh, May month and she went Oh, oh, she didn't. She didn't really know what she. She, she what this is. This for <laughs> didn't yeah, register. She, I didn't register. And then uh, after day one, I went out on my own. So I went out. Uh, no water. No. No. I had no drink with me for the half marathon. Smashed out the half marathon. Stuck it on Facebook. Woke up the next morning and I had over fifteen hundred pound donated. So I thought, oh, this is this is looking uh, 
This is real? Yeah, this is real. So I thought, after day one, I thought, I'm an idiot. I thought, I've put it out there. I've got to do it now. And throughout the whole month, there was challenges. And the first seven days, I would say it was easy. Uh, it wasn't easy. Yeah. It was easier. And then the blisters started coming along. And then he had the shin splints. And then he had the niggles. I saw, and then I it, saw that I, one. Uh, and I had the... Uh, and, uh, and this is, again, talking about the mental health. It was like the mood. My mood was so... I could be the happiest lad in the world when I left my run. And the last three miles, everything was annoying me. It could yeah. everything is like my granddad used to bike, was biking next to me some days, and some days I'd say to him, "Gramps, you're gonna have to." Obviously, with social distancing and all that, yeah. but he was he was next to me. And I said, "Gramps, you're gonna have to bike either turn around and bike back that way. You're gonna have to bike in front of me because I could just hear little noises like the tire on the and things were just bugging me and Ooh. annoying me, and it was really what it was. The challenge was ridiculous, and I think the biggest challenge was on my mum's shopping bill because I was getting through some food. So. <laughs> yeah. Bless her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's resilience right there. And that's you kind of demonstrating that when we get bothered by those tiny little noises, yeah. our, our resilience is absolutely flawed. Yeah, definitely. Because I'd say probably the biggest challenge, I can still remember this day like it was yesterday. And the biggest challenge for me was day 15. Some of you might not be able to, well, might not be able to remember this day because it was like just another day. But it was May the 15th and we've had, about two weeks of really, really warm, really nice yeah. weather, Jerry. And I don't know if you can remember, uh, Kevin, but one day the weather drastically changed. Yeah. And it went from like 25 degrees to like 13 degrees windy. Yeah. And it was really, it was, yeah. it was cold. I remember I, I, I was quite wrapped up to go out for a run because I went fairly early one day. And I had 1.2 miles on my, uh, on my trekker. Yeah. And I've, I had pain like it and I had this pain. And I, ju- and I just, and I just felt, and I just fell to the floor and I was on the floor and I had my non with me who is luckily uh, a nurse yeah. uh, and, uh, I, and I just said and I just said Gramps no no I, I don't I don't you know what I mean I, I don't know what to do I was like my foot my whole leg was shaking I was I was in I was in a dark place and something told me and I was adamant that I just got told like, and I, I I didn't lose my temper I didn't yeah. get upset I had something which which just told me just to get up and battle through the pain. Yeah. And, and it was pain. I've never had pain like it. And I got, looked at my watch, stopped again. And because I'm normally quite a continuous runner, yeah. it was killing me. I had two miles on my, on my watch and I've stopped twice. And I was like, what? You know what I mean? I've got 11 miles to go. It's like, what's going Oh, I can't do it. And I remember I got to like mile five and six and it was just the best feeling in the world because you feel like I'm there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've done it. And it, after day 16, uh, day 15, sorry, every day was a struggle and it was a fight. And then I got to like day 21 and then the shin splints started. And that's just a, just a nasty place to be. Shin splints yeah. are the whole painful. But, see, I learned a lot about myself in that month and I learned more about myself in that month than I probably have in the rest of my life simply because I, I, I learned something which can't be taught. You have to yeah. go out there. You no, know, I, I can't teach anyone who's listening or even you who how how it is because it's one of the things where you've got to go and experience yeah. it and, and like I say I wouldn't recommend it because I don't think I don't think it's, it's it is a very very hard challenge and I underestimated how much of a challenge it was going yeah. to be the physical side of it fitness wise I, I knew I could do it yeah 
want to set myself up to fail. But the, but the other physical side of it, which is your body is a, you know what I mean? Your body can't, isn't designed to run that far every day. Yeah. And obviously the, just the mental side of it every day, knowing that when you wake up in the morning, you've got to, you have yeah. got to, you've got to go and run the half marathon. It is quite daunting. And it did take up my whole day because obviously my whole day was planned around my run. Yeah. It would be up, eat as much as you can, sit down for a bit, rest, then you've got to run 13 miles and then you've got to come home, you've got to eat, you've got to rest. And that was my whole life for yeah. a month. And it, and it was a challenge, but like I say, I've learned so much from that, especially about myself mentally. So what was, what was your biggest lesson? My biggest lesson would be, was to focus on how you're thinking about things uh, rather than how you're physically failing. So you might be thinking, what, 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 what do I mean by that? And yeah. what I mean by instead of always thinking, yes, always do the stretching and stuff I've been told, yes, have the arse baths, yes, do the hot and cold treatment, but also it's all right having the best physical body. Yeah. But if you're, you're not mentally prepared for the task which is ahead, you might as well not bother. Yeah. I spoke about that last time, if you can remember. I touched on yeah. that last time. January, I said, it's like football matches. If I'm, I, I'm always physically 100% right. Very, very, very rarely yeah. am I not 100% match fit. But some days, I don't care what anyone says, I'm not 100% mentally right. I yeah. might have had a lot of stress the night before. I might have had a bit of stress in the morning. I might be yeah. running late. Things do affect you. Yeah. And having a schedule written out, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and see my mate because obviously it was obviously still social distance and stuff, but they just brought in the social bubbles. Yeah. So my friends started meet, well, not the social bubble, like the group of six, my friends just yeah. started meeting up and it was like, I was missing out because I, I couldn't walk. I couldn't, some days, I, honestly, I couldn't walk. One day I'll come down the stairs, bum shuffling. And I haven't done that since I was three. And that's the honest truth. It was like, and obviously it was affecting my social side of things as well because obviously lots of people are sending me love and support through uh, social yeah. media not seeing people when other people were and obviously yeah. it was been a couple months we hadn't seen anyone so I battled through it and uh, like I say I taught myself mentally to process what I was doing so I was like proud of myself and I, I also taught myself to listen to my body so I, I had the first few weeks I was running Eight, eight or nine miles, having a little sip of water and then running a little bit yeah. more. But I, as I got through the, the month, I learned, right, it's okay. I'm going to run for the first 5K, three miles. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stop, but I'm going to just slow it down for a bit. I'm going to have a sip and keep moving. You know what I mean? I, I had to yeah. teach myself. And obviously after I'd done, I had four or five routes and I planned all the routes and I knew like, as soon as I do one run, I know exactly how many miles I've done when I get yeah. past that certain. And that helped me a lot because I knew, right, I've got to get to, for example, I've got to get to Eden Hawks Bar. Yeah. That's five miles away from my house. I know if I get there, I'm nearly there. I'm, yeah. You know what I mean? I've, it's crazy. I know five miles, I've still got a long way to go, but knowing that I'm heading somewhere, you're yeah. going somewhere. It's like, like when you go on holiday. If, you go, if you're going abroad, yeah. the flight there is great. Mm -hmm. it, the flight there is great. And the flight back is awful because... The drags. The drags. And it's like, it's like that. It's like, I've got somewhere, I know where I want to go and I'm telling myself all the time, I've got a head, I'm going to Eden Hall, I've got to get there. I'm, once I'm there, I've nearly done it. And I haven't yeah. nearly done it. But I, I was lying to myself, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like tricking my mind. Yeah. 
and the mind, the mind, it's it's, it's the biggest. Pl- it was it what kept me going. Like definitely, yeah. if I was doing that, I probably won't be sat here now because I probably I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, the thing is, mindset is so so powerful. And what you were doing then is you were setting yourself little little achievable tasks that you could then mm. kind of do it. And then you would, if we achieve little tasks, it motivates us into the next part. Mm. I I just do this little thing with the gym. Yeah. I'm not I'm not keen on going to the gym. Well, I, I no, I do like it, but sometimes I have to trick my mind. Now trick my mind into going. Okay, so if I don't want to go, I'll go. Okay, so what I want to do is want to go. And I'm just going to walk on the jogger for five minutes. And that's what I say in my mind, just five minutes. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to leave. And of course we all know that once I get there and I walk five minutes on the jogger, I'm away. And I leave there an hour later after having done a full workout. So what you were doing, you've just said it, you were tricking your mind into, come on, Eden Hall, it's fine. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's, that's definitely what I was doing. And it's like, it was, it's, it's kind of, once you're there, it's like the thought of me waking up every morning and running the run. Some days was daunting. It was, it, it really, no, it, I can't even describe to you how it, it, do you know what I mean? It was really, really quite daunting knowing that you've got to do it. You have, you have, you know, I ain't got a choice. Well, I have obviously got a choice, but I haven't got a choice. Yeah. It's the I'm doing, it's the challenge that I'm doing. And obviously as the figures started getting higher of how much money I was raising, plus I had the BBC News, ITV News, uh, Radio Newark every morning. You know yeah. what I mean? There was a lot of people press the advertiser. And uh, obviously I started getting, I suppose you could say a bit, it's just like nerves, isn't it? It's like... Well, there's a, pr- and, a lot of pressure there. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. And obviously being a young lad as well, I had people my age were saying, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy. And a lot of my friends were saying that I was I was crazy or what I was... Like, you know what I mean? Like, not... I don't mean... Like, they was doing saying it in a positive way, saying that like, kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously, like I say, it's, it's my biggest achievement, but I can't stress enough how people... People said to me, oh, you must be really, really fit. You, you've trained really hard to be able to get be in a shape where you can do that. And, and it's right, I have. I'm not going to say, oh, well, no, I haven't trained hard because I've, the last... 18 months to two years of my life I've paced myself yeah. every week and I, and, I, and I have trained myself to a level which not many people ever ever will yeah. and, uh, I'm not going to say I haven't because I know a lot of people are like oh yeah. it's like trying to hide away from the fact but I'll, that's, I'm saying that not to be big headed that's yeah. because that is what I have and uh, yeah and it's like I learned as I got a little bit older I've learned that it's okay being physically in the best shape of your life yeah. but you got to make sure that mental side of things is top notch and is hundred yeah. percent. I can't stress that enough. And it's all right. Yeah. Like I say, it's all right. Uh, being the, being the quickest, the fastest and the strongest, but what controls them three things? Yeah. Yeah. Your mind, you know what yeah. I mean? If, if I, if I say to you, if let's say I say to you, right, Kevin, we're going to go on a run tomorrow. And I tell myself the whole way that you're quicker than me, you will beat me. No, yeah. No problem. You would you would beat me without even even knowing. But if I said to myself, right, we're going for a run tomorrow, I want to run as quick as I can. Yeah. And see how it goes. I'll beat you. Whereas yeah. I'm not you know what I mean, I'm not writing myself off before we started. And that's the thing that you've got to do. You've got to get that mindset right. It's all about yeah. a positive mindset. And that like you said, I, I think that's what I used to do. Some days, especially this year before lockdown, I was obviously preparing for my GCSE exams. So I'd be at school all day. Yeah. Uh, probably there till four thirty, four fifteen. Mm-hmm. I'd go home. I'd 
I'd look at my watch. It'd be a Monday night. You know what I mean? Some of my friends would be going out. My phone's ringing. Are oh, you coming out, mate? We'll go out for a little bit. And I had to say no because I wanted... Yes, I wanted to go out with my friends, mm-hmm. but there's only so many hours in a day. So the time yeah. I've got home, I had a little something to eat, sat down for half an hour, let the food go down. I've got... Oh, what do I do? I've got that decision to either go out with my friends or to yeah. go to the gym for an hour or two hours. And I used to, I always, I, I, my friends will tell you this as well, never made the decision of going out with my friends, even <laughs> some days, and it sounds horrible, but even some days when I could have maybe missed it, you know what I mean? When I, oh, yeah. I could have had a rest, I've still gone. And it's because it's that, it's in my, I've got myself in a routine, in a, and some people might think it's not a good routine, but for me, that's what keeps me positive and keeps, it's like my, uh, it's my, I suppose you can say, like my relaxing, my, my way of relaxing. Like some days, yeah. I'll go to the gym and people might be like, oh, I've been to the gym for an hour and a half every day, every night this week. Yeah, but some days I'll go then I'll do a recovery session. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like a lots of stretching. I might do a little bit of core, a little, little jog on the treadmill or something. But it's my way of, some people sit down and watch Netflix at night and they say yeah. that they're, they're chilling out. That's my way of doing that, is just going and just doing a bit of foam roll in the yeah. gym. Yeah, the social aspect of it, seeing people who are all when you're in a gym, everyone there is there for a reason. Yeah. No one goes to the gym. oh, just going to the gym. Everyone there has a goal. They have want to lose yeah. weight, gain weight. Yeah, uh, and everyone's in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's in the same kind of. Everyone's got a vision. Some people at different levels, and it's like, like you say, I was, I've been at the bottom if you can say if you know I mean I've been the, the, I remember the first day I ever walked in the gym at 14 and I wasn't I wasn't the fittest I didn't really know what I was doing but now I can go obviously well I can't go to the gym now as much as I want to but <laughs> I can go to the gym and I can obviously people can see me and do what I used to do a couple of years ago and look up to yeah. their little you know like the older teenagers like when I was 14 I used to be oh, 17 or 18 year old oh, I know him from school you know what I mean I know him from school yeah. and whereas now I'm in that position where people the younger lads who are coming in the gym yeah. can look up to me and be like oh I want to be like him and that's like what I think is you know what I mean if they can come up to me and be like oh Josh you know what I mean like I used to do I used to do it all the time I used to be really scared of doing it, but I can remember after a few times, if you go up to someone in the gym and say, oh, can I have a little hand? You know what I mean? Can you help me? Can you help me? How do you yeah. do this? Or People yeah. will help. And it's like, I taught myself, and that was like a mental barrier. Going in the gym at 14, not having the best, not being the quickest, not being the yeah. strongest, going in there and asking someone who is the quickest in the school, Yeah. And we do that, and now I am. It's like, never teach yourself that it doesn't matter where you start and where you begin. If you have the right mindset, yeah. And you believe in yourself and you teach your head to keep getting in the good routines and stay away from the bad habits, you can you can get success. And that's one thing which I, I'll tell anyone, any age, it's, it doesn't matter how old you are, it's never too late to start an exercise and exercise your brain and all yeah. sorts. It's, it's changed my life massively. And obviously, I know you exercise a, a bit as well, Kevin. You'll, you'll definitely agree with me that it helps massively with your mental health. You've got to, you've got to understand that. I, I remember many many years ago early 20s I was managing a gym in Mansfield and I used to say to people you have to be mentally here as well as physically here to be able to achieve your goals and that was I was like 23 at that time but even then I knew that if people weren't mentally there they weren't going to get the goals that they wanted so here's what I'm really curious about yeah whenever whenever I see you on Facebook and and see you doing those incredible challenges 
and, and, and even now hearing you talk. So, so I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm, I'm 52. I have studied for years and years and years and, and worked with my own mental health. So I get it and I understand it, but it's taken me to now to completely get it and, and agree with everything you're saying. And of course it is about mindset. Yeah. What what happened? <laughs> what happened <laughs> that at sixteen you can you can come out with all of that? Where did that where did your incredible positive mindset come from? My it is it is quite a it's quite a difficult one really. But I'd say my positive mindset has been brought has been built up from little things right. which I didn't even realise was was gonna to contribute to the final to the final mindset, if that makes yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It was like a building block process. Like, I got, when I, obviously, I, I lost my dad, and he suffered with his mental health when I was 13, 14. Yeah. And that was the third little building block, which was like, yes, it's upset, upsetting. Yeah. Or, I can, how, how, how can I turn something which is the worst thing which should ever happen in someone's life to a slightly... Yeah not saying this in a bad way, but a slightly positive thing, like instead of being upset about it, let me go and make him proud. Let me go and do something which is going to make benefit, yeah. benefit him and is going to make him proud. So I thought, and little things like that, that's where it all starts for me. It, it, it built up gradually. And then I, I started playing football and I started taking it a bit more serious. I was only playing local football, like grassroots yeah. football. Yeah. People need to remember. People see me now as like playing football at a high level and stuff like this. I was only 13, 14. I was playing football in a muddy RHB field. Yeah. Uh, never, didn't have the best facilities. We just played and we was a good side and we, yeah. we all young lads and we worked hard. And I, then I remember once one of my, one of my friends, uh, one of, well, he's my, one of my best friends, Theo, he just signed for an academy and he was at RHP and he yeah. signed for Boston United where I was at. Uh, Oh, well, obviously, till very recently where I was at. And, uh, and I remember him saying, oh, we've been given this pre-season plan. That was never heard of with us, you know what I mean? We, when we was 13, 14, we won't be pre-season and all that. We just played for a local grassroots yeah. team. And then he says, I've got to go on a four-kilometre run. And I was like, oh, four kilometres. That's a, that's a, I said, that's a long way, that is. And, and we set out, and I remember from this day, we set out, <laughs> and it nearly killed us. Yeah. And then... And yet, yet, two years later, he's just joined me today for over a twenty-kilometer run. Wow! And we've done, and, and we're just, and it's like, a, and it's like a journey. It's like all these little things, which a four-kilometer run then was like massive. Was, was like I'm doing half marathon. I'm doing half marathon every day now. Yeah. But four kilometers was a million times bigger than that. That yeah. first step out my door, wearing some trainers and and shorts for the first time, and going on a run, and then when I when I, I went down to the gym for the first time and I, and I was in the gym 24 minutes on my first ever session. I'll never yeah. forget it. 24 minutes. And I sat on a, and I sat on a cross trainer for 24 minutes and I walked downstairs and I couldn't feel my legs. And, and, I was, <laughs> and honestly, I can remember the feeling. I can remember the feeling. And do you know, part of me, I thought that's not for me. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm not, 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 Someone, uh, I put it on my Snapchat that I was a young lad. I put it on my Snapchat that I was at the gym uh, on my social media, and everyone was like, you know what I mean? Like everyone was like, oh, good lad, well done, mate, uh, well done, 
good lad, keep, you know what I mean? It's good to see you doing it. And some of the old lads from school who, who I knew from the gym were like, good lad, mate, and all that, and it'll help you and stuff. And then after six months, I got my first, uh, well, after a week, my stepdad's a personal trainer and owns a gym. And he gave me my first ever program. And I've still got the program upstairs. Yeah. And the weight, and the weights are like, they're so low. And like, <laughs> it's just like, I couldn't, and he was telling me like simple things, what to do, like about my form and stuff, which yeah. like now, you know what I mean? I won't even think of. And it's just like how I progressed from, and I worked hard three or four times a week I was at the gym. I was football training. And then my dream come true, which was to be offered a step up from grassroots football into an into a, a professional environment. Yeah. And when I was 14, uh, I got that opportunity and that's where my positive mindset grew again and again and again. And seeing people, young lads, like 14 year olds, when I went into this new team of lads from Skegness, Mablethorpe, Cleefort, Boston, Lincoln, Nottingham, I had all these lads from all over and I was just going into this team and I remember the pressure, the, the jump up in the pressure and yeah. how I dealt with it. I remember one day, uh, we played, we played Sheffield Wednesday. So obviously it's a big club and we got, and we got beat, uh, I think we got beat four, one or three, one. Yeah. And we were one of my first games for Boston. And I remember after the game, I was on trial. So I was obviously a lot of pressure. I was, yeah. I was there to perform. And my granddad said, you did all right today, mate. Well done. And I said, I was like, oh, thank you. And he went, did you enjoy it? And I went, and I was going to say no. My, my automatic response was going to be, no, we lost. And I said, I'll tell you something. I said, I, I loved it. And, yeah. I, and I remember positive things, taking the negatives. I, I learned more from losing 4-1 yeah. than I would if we went there and we won 10-0. And it's like turning the negative. I hate losing. Everyone who knows me knows that I hate losing, especially football. Yeah. I hate losing. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm competitive. I don't want to lose. I, I want to be the best. And it's like, just learning to take the negatives and turn them into something positive. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's my biggest, my biggest thing is that please always see the light in situations. Everything yeah. happens for, you know what I mean? Some things, some things, like I say, some things don't go right. We all know that. I'm not going to lie to you and think my life's a hundred percent perfect. Little things annoy me. Yeah. Like this morning, first thing I do, I normally always have a coffee in the morning. I go and make Garrett, I'm going to have a coffee. Any coffee granules? No, no, I'm out of coffee. You know what I mean? And the first thing I do in the morning starts off bad. But, yeah, that's not great. But I thought I'd tell you something. I normally have a coffee. I'll, I'll, have, a, I'll have a herbal tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've turned something which is negative into something positive because, yeah, and I'm not saying there's a big health difference, but I've had a herbal tea. I've had a few more vitamins. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. And I turned something which could have annoyed me yeah. and did annoy me. I'm going to say, like, I, didn't, I, was, I was annoyed, I wanted my coffee in the morning, yeah. who doesn't? And it's like, turn something negative into something positive. And that's, yeah. that's what I try and say to people all the time, is turn the bad negative situations into something positive. And it only has to be a little something. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a massive, like, a massive positive thing, just something nice and small, which is going to make you, the little things in life make us happy. And yeah. that's what I always well, little things in your life make you happy. Like my coffee in the morning, it makes me happy. It, make, it makes it, whatever you do in the morning, it makes you happy. It's things like that. Just because it didn't happen today doesn't mean it's not going to happen tomorrow. So to, yeah. today I'm shopping, I'm going to have my coffee in the morning. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, I know that. And it's things like that. Like, just because it's not happened today doesn't mean it's not going to happen tomorrow. And yeah. that's one thing I said well. What you're expressing there is gratitude. And you know, one yeah. of the, one of the, 
are, I, I can't get past how often I say this to people. If we can just show gratitude for the little things that we have around us, it's, mm. it switches our, our entire day. The other yeah. thing that you tapped into earlier was choices. So you, I, I talk to people about choices quite a lot. And I say, you know, we have choices about the way that we see things. Yeah. So you so you demonstrated that with the coffee this morning. Uh, yeah, you demonstrated that with matches that you might have lost. I, I promise you that in every situation, doesn't matter how bad. And I lost my dad at a fairly young age, not as young as you, but a fairly young age. But there's lessons yeah. there. There's lessons there. You can't change what happened. You couldn't no exactly have changed exactly. that. But yeah. Uh, that there was there was a lesson there to take it, and there was and, and, and you made that choice. I, I still think what's quite incredible is that you you somehow knew to make the best choices. Do you know what I mean? Somewhere somewhere along your line, you have been given some really profound, important lessons, and and they might have only been tiny, but they have really exactly. yeah yeah. That's one thing that you don't realise the lessons are being are happening. Yeah until a couple of years later, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how you deal with things is, I think is the biggest thing for me. Yeah. And how you react to situations. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes if you do something wrong, afterwards you think, how could I deal with that differently? Yeah. And stuff like that. And that's a lesson. But yeah. you know that's a lesson. Things like, like the coffee this morning, I've, I wasn't really thinking about that for the rest yeah. of the day, but it's just me now that actually... I taught myself, you know what I mean? I, I, I taught myself that just because one thing's not gone your way doesn't mean yeah. that the other things throughout the day aren't going to go your way. Like if, you have yeah. a bad, if you have a bad start to the day, sometimes you have a bad start to, to the yeah. day. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad day. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. You know, like some people hear it quite a lot. We do have bad days, but yeah. the bad days don't need to be bad all the way through. It's like a good day. If one amazing thing happens, it doesn't matter what happens for the rest of the day, you're going to be in a happy, happy mood. Yeah. And it's like that. And why isn't it like that when you have one bad, if one, if you have a bad day, it doesn't mean there can't be something positive coming out of a bad day. Yeah. Cause you can turn, like I say, you can turn the worst situations in life into some of the best lessons. And I'm not going to say you can turn them into the best situations because they're not the best situations, no. but they are the best lessons and you learn the most from things which are out of your control. Yeah. And that's what, like, like, you can't control, you can't control, like, life or death, can't you? It's no. out of our control. But what you can control is, like, say, how you respond to that and how you react yeah. to that and how, and choices, like, say, I made a lot of choices which some people might say, could argue were the wrong choices at the time. Like if you're young, if you're a young lad, you should be out playing with your mates. Maybe you shouldn't be in, in the gym every night. Or maybe you know what I mean. Some people would say like you should go out and enjoy your childhood and stuff. Yeah, yeah but your they choices are, are yours. They're important to you. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, they was the best choices of my life. Yeah. Like, like I went out with my friends sometimes after I played a game of football on a Saturday. That was like because my week's done, my Sunday's my day off and stuff yeah. like that. That's when I go out. I'd go out for an hour or so in the afternoon. And it's like, in the week, and the last, like I say, the last 18 months, I'm not going to say sit here and say I haven't. I've worked, I've worked hard, especially when I'm out training. Yeah. But you only train, I don't, it doesn't matter how 
much of an athlete you are. I don't mind if you're a professional athlete on £300,000 a week. Mm. You only train for a maximum of two hours a day. Yeah. If, and, that, and that's, that's quite a heavy day. Two or three yeah. hours a day, that's a heavy day. Majority sessions are 45 minutes an hour, an hour yeah. and a half. What do you do when you get home? You know what I mean? That's what I try and say yeah. to people all the time. It's not the... I can go out and run an hour for you. Uh, now, no problem. If you, I've, I've yeah. done a big run today. Go and run for an hour now. No worries. I'm going to do it for you. The problem is, when I get home, what do I do? Yeah. Do I sit down and have a big bag of Maltesers, which I want to do, and I really do want, I really, there's nothing else, you know what I mean? I'd love to. And do I want to sit down and have a can of Coke, I'm going to watch Netflix, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just, just eat what I want and chill out. Yeah, I do want to do that. But if I do that, is that going to give me the fuel to be able to wake up in the morning, eat my breakfast, and then yeah. go and train again? That's what I try and say to people. I stress to people all the time, especially people my age or people who are beginning to come into exercise and want to learn and uh, want to find yeah. a new them kind of like through exercise. The hour exercise a day, I, I'll say it now because we spoke about this last time. An hour exercise can be an hour walk. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know what I mean? A five minute walk. Yeah. And you do an hour walk. You do an hour's walking without even knowing it. Yeah. You know I mean, the time you've walked up and down the stairs and you've walked to the shop and you've walked yeah. back and you've walked to work and you've walked to the car, you've, you've pretty much done an hour's walk. Yeah. That exercise is easy. Yeah. Get into the gym. Once you've been once, you can yeah. get there every day. You really, really want to. And it's easy. The problem is, there's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. The biggest thing for me, the biggest thing for me is sleep. Yeah. If I don't sleep right, I don't train right. And then I get marred in. It's a knock-on effect. So, it's, it, you know what I mean? Like, everything, when you want to be an athlete, and, or even if you don't want to be an athlete, you just want to be... Fitter. Uh, a fitter. You just want to be, yeah. you just want to be yeah. a better you, in a way. You've got to get everything right. It's got to be your diet. I stress about it to a lot of people. It's got to be your diet. Like, my diet is pretty good. Mm. But now and then, I'll eat what I want. And I, and I used to feel guilty for it. Like, if you... Before, probably... A couple of months before lockdown, probably around January time, yeah, is the first time when I started telling myself in my head that there's a big fat piece of cheesecake there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I normally, <laughs> after Sunday, after my Sunday dinner, I won't eat it. I'd be like, oh, I'm, all, I'm all right. You know what I mean? I'd, and and deep down, I wanted it. I, I did. Of course, yeah. you want. It's a nice bit of Oreo cheesecake. There, you want it. Oh, but I told okay. myself exactly. That's what I'm no. <laughs> I want you yeah, sure up now, otherwise you know what's going to happen after this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and I tell myself, I used to tell myself, no, I don't want that, but I do want, I, I do want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. There's nothing I want more than that. So I've set, I set myself targets that if I, every week I, I, I write myself a weekly planner. Yeah. I'm going to, this distance, I'm going to cover these times in my sprints. I'm going to do this amount of football sessions and I'm going to do this amount of, uh, strength sessions and if I do all that on a Sunday I'll have a good breakfast I'll have a good dinner and on a Sunday night I'll eat what I want and a whole cheesecake and, <laughs> that's generous I'm talking to you <laughs> that's generous yeah you know what I mean but, and I've taught myself that if I do it that way it yeah. cuts out the it cuts out the little mid mid, mid week yeah. snack yeah. because I, I do what I've got to do at the end of the week I'm going to get yeah. my reward and it's like, like I forgot what the word is, but we learned about it once in a P at school. And it's like, there's two rewards. You do it either for a reward, like seeing rewards in yourself. Yeah. And you do it for like a medal or something. And yeah. instead of having a medal, 
which you're not going to give yourself a medal. I just give myself a little, a little yeah. treat, which is, yeah. which gets you through it. And I think that's like a massive part of it is treating yourself when the time's right and not just doing it every night. Just do it. Yeah. Have, have one, one night where you know that's what you're going to have kind of thing. Well, if you do it every night, it doesn't become uh, a treat. And if you do it the way you're planning it, then it becomes a bit, a bit of motivation as well. It's yeah. all, it's all about motivation that. Yeah. And it's, I definitely, I definitely train harder than I would do knowing that I used to like yeah. go like months but I put in this stuff and I was like well like without like a sweet pudding kind of thing and it's like yeah yeah fair enough if that's what I want to do I want to do it but I probably used to not train as hard as I do now because I know yeah. on a Monday my best performance my best sessions of the week are always on a Monday morning after yeah. I've had uh after I've had uh my uh What's it called? After I've had my session. Yeah. After I've had my after I've had my uh, cheesecake or whatever. <laughs> my best session will be on a Monday because I've got that extra motivation. I'm gonna push really hard. Because in your head you're telling yourself that you're gonna burn off the cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it and it, it really it really did well that really helped me. So that's just a tip for anyone who still wants to have the cheesecake in their life and have a good exercise routine. I do think it's, so the other one of my favorite words is balance. And I, and I do think it's really important to have some sort of balance in your world where you are driven and motivated and want to achieve and, and, and get success in whatever way you want. But I do think it's really important that you allow yourself in your case, the piece of cheesecake that's just yeah. as motivating as some of the other stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in terms of the run runs, runs, yeah, plural, <laughs> how many, how much did you raise? So I raised, I want to say, £8,600 for the wow. NHS. Wow, so. that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and you broke a world record, yeah? Well, yes, I know I've done oh. it. So did my family. We just officially, uh, well, we're waiting for the confirmation. Right, okay. So uh, it's up in the air at the minute, but we find out soon. Uh, but if, like I say, I, I know I've done it. It's just yeah. because the rules are that you're meant to let them know a month in advance that you're planning on a breaking oh. record. And I was, I didn't know anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even know it was, I didn't even know it was a world record until two days before uh, I actually broke it. So yeah. I wasn't aware of it at all. Uh, but yeah, the world record was 18, I believe. And right. uh, uh, I ended up uh, doing 31. So, yeah. which is obviously significant because no one could ever beat it because obviously yeah. there's only 31 days in a month and the record was <clears throat> how many half marathons uh, most half marathons completed in one month so I yeah. think it's incredible how you have taken this situation a a global pandemic uh, and turned it into a really amazing positive experience that is and you know when we talk about choices look at that choice right there that, that you made to shift yeah. this. Uh, I, I said in the beginning of this that people will people will struggle, obviously, because it was a it was a big thing that was happening. Yeah. Like I say, I I'm not you can even if anyone who knows my mom, the first couple of days I was driving a mad, you know what I mean? Because I'm so <laughs> used to <clears throat> being out and stuff. Like I just used to come in the house, eat, go to the gym, come back, chill, bed. Yeah. And like I just gone from Never been in the house. I've been in the house all the time, and I was out in the garden. I was, I'd be doing 
I set myself challenges of doing like one day I was doing like 500 press-ups a day. I was just, I was just doing so, so, so much exercise and shoot. Then when I come up with the idea, like I say, it didn't register until yeah. after day one. And she was like, she just, she just remember just I remember just turning to me and looking at me. She said, "Are you going to do this?" And I went, "I'm sorry, but I ain't got a choice now." So I was kind of like, yeah, I was chucked in the deep end. So but obviously, I managed to get through it and see right, you now talking. You did it, and you did it well. Yeah. We're almost out of time. Uh, what do you want to leave the listener with? A little, your little golden nugget. Yeah, uh, work hard. Be happy. Yeah. Be positive. I remember yeah. the negative things are negative at the time, but you'll learn more from the negatives than you will from the positives. Yeah. And one thing I'd just like to leave you all with, yeah, and obviously just stay safe, hang in there, and hopefully... Uh, yeah. It's we'll lifting. see normality again soon. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is definitely lifting. And I completely agree with you. I, I, I try not to use the word negative because I, I don't like it, but I, yeah. I, see, I see everything that could be negative as a little lesson that the universe has given. Yeah. That's, that's the way I like to see it because it, it just is. There are yeah. so many lessons out there, but we have to be able to receive them. We have to be able to learn them. And, and you've certainly learned that. Yeah, definitely. So. Josh, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for uh, your time this evening and for that amazing amount of money that you raised for the NHS. It's, it's, it's incredible. No thank you. Uh, so remember that we are looking for guests on these podcasts. Uh, if you want to uh, join us, then please give us a shout. Give me a shout on Guthrie Therapy's Facebook page. If you've got a corona story you want to share, then we want to hear it. Okay, I'm going to go. Remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to everybody around you, and please be safe. Thanks again, Josh. Take care. Bye. Thank you. See you later.